spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy! Happy, happy, happy Monday. Gatos out today, back tomorrow. Barry Markson, kind enough to take time off uh, saving the world with all the stuff that he saves the world from and mediating our little program today. Uh, Quick, uh, you know, we'll probably get into a little bit later, but the shooting in uh, Nashville, three children dead, three adults killed. Everybody's going to turn it into the culture wars already happening. MSNBC, I see it. Uh, you know, it's, oh, this is all because, you know, this person was transgender, so it was the Christian's fault, the right wing's fault. Uh, we don't know anything about anything. We know that there was a 28-year-old who used to go to the school many years ago, by the way, because it only goes to sixth grade, I believe. A boy. A boy, although they said she, she or I, I don't know at this point. I'm confused like everybody else with this situation. But all I do know is three children dead, three adults. The police got there and put the yeah. shooter down within four minutes. Yeah, it took them four minutes to get there. And within two minutes after that, they were inside. They ran five officers ran to the shooting, like where the shooting was coming from. And two of the five put the uh, the uh, the perpetrator down. Yeah. Amazing. So, Absolutely amazing. Uh, the yeah. other side of it is the at the father's house, they found a manifesto and they found a map to the school, all the inner workings of the school, yeah. obviously was attached to a church, the Presbyterian church. They knew uh, this person was familiar, I think, with the area, unless this is new, because the church seems to have been there a while. Uh, but straight up to the second floor. Yeah. And then shooting. Which is where the school was. Yeah. And then shoot, yeah, shooting on the way up the stairs. Just it, it, just the whole thing's disgusting. We have to figure out what happened. Obviously, mental health issues going on here, which I said from the beginning, I don't care about any of the rest of it. If you're going to walk into a school and shoot nine-year-olds who you yeah. don't know and has, you have nothing to do with them, there's something terribly wrong yeah. with you. It, yeah. yeah. There just is. Absolutely. Nobody, nobody in their right state of mind can do that. No, no. But somebody did. And uh, uh, we'll have more about this talk a little bit later. Uh, let's talk about this group here. Here, this uh, this immigration group that wants to defund the police, Barry, yes. oh, because, you know, goodness. defunding the police is working so well in all of these places. <laughs> Did you see that was that lady from San Francisco last week who is a who voted to defund the police in 2018, uh, you know, uh, started on that 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 road and then got to the point where it was after the whole George Floyd thing. It was absolutely defunding the police. And she's in the mission district in San Francisco. And now she's screaming, we need more cops. Yeah, because guess what? If we leave people to their own uh, devices, they're going to be bad. It's it, Chad. It's so ridiculous when this defunding the police stuff. And here you have uh, in Phoenix of, of all places, they call it community budgeting, community funding. That's what they call this. So this, uh, they put this thing together. It's called Pueblo's Budget. They re- and it's uh, released by a, a group out here called Poder in Action, and it aims to prioritize access to housing, neighborhood infrastructure, education, childcare, mental health, and and parks and recreation for what they call undeserved underserved underserved areas across Phoenix and the way they want to do that is to pull 465 million dollars out of the police budget well over half of the police budget to give to these certain not even the whole city certain areas and the the lady who's running this thing said we deserve it that's the fun. We, we deserve it. We deserve it. So, I was so disgusted. So you're, by that. now, what exactly are we getting for our uh, almost half a billion dollars? Yeah. Besides well, the fact <laughs> that you, we're going to have crime running rampant, because yeah. nobody's there. Yeah. They 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 point out Parks. that they point out that a huge part of the Phoenix budget goes to police uh, and not to housing and other things that they think are important. And 
I get it. If you want to say Phoenix should help people with their housing costs, or we can have that discussion. But you don't pull it out of the police. You don't yeah. say we're going to decimate the Phoenix Police Department and just assume everything's going to be okay. You know, Gettys and I always get into it about about schooling and stuff, and uh, we need to do better with our 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 kids and our teachers in particular. Uh, but it's not just here, by the way. We think it, we always make it out to be like Arizona. No, the entire nation's having an issue with teachers right now across the board. Getting them, some of them coming back to work, uh, some of them even wanting to work, discipline problems, uh, the culture wars they're going battle on. But you know what's funny is we're always asking for more and more and more. It's the one thing, though, after George Floyd, it was like, it was cool to say, let's take money away from this organization. Yeah. Let's take money away from these people. Let me tell you about people that are, are struggling in areas that are underserved. If there's crime there, who do they call? They're not calling your community organizer. They're not calling the, the champion activist down the street. They're calling police. Yeah. That's who they call. Of course. It, look, this is the, the, the we know this is ridiculous today. We're going to take half the police off the street to cut the police budget in more than half. Nobody in their right mind looks at that and says that makes any sense. The fact that there's an organization that is devoting themselves to this. They went out and spoke with uh, all these other what they call immigrant mothers. A lot. So a lot of them undocumented or illegal, whatever you want to call them. And, and they're, they're looking at what they need and what they need help with. And it's, so it's parks and recreation. It's two hundred million dollars to what they call human services. I don't know what that what is. What does that even mean? I don't know what that is but they want to pull 485 million dollars out of the police budget and and they're and they're saying they they want to completely change how the city of phoenix is run that's basically what this yeah. is and it's a, it's a socialist paradise it's absolutely amazing to me and and as if if you did that to the police department everything in these neighborhoods would be fine you wouldn't see an increase in crime yeah. you wouldn't see because we didn't see that in san francisco you, you wouldn't see more violence you was of course portland minneapolis all the places that were excited to defund the police to yeah. find out oh my god oh, did you see that Por- was bad you see portland now walmart has moved out of the portland area cracker barrel just moved out all these businesses are just saying we're leaving yeah i just met somebody last week uh, a doctor who left portland and she's Believe me, she is Portland. Like you sit there and talk to her, she's all she's exactly what you think a naturopath in Portland would be like. And I said, "Why did you leave?" And she said, "It's just not what it used to be. I can't. It's, it's dangerous. Everything's yeah. closed up. You Being can't go. a hippie sounds great yeah. until you get robbed every day. That's exactly. Then it's right. not fun, and and it's not. Uh, Bear Markson in for Kados. All right, uh, uh, let me. I, I saw this today. It's a new NORC poll, right? Uh, Chicago University. It's, uh, it's completely unbiased. Everything's scored here. Uh, I think it seems it's a pretty straight shooter in this poll. We're not what we used to be when it comes to patriotic. 1998, 70% of Americans identified as patriotic. We're down at 38%. Uh, what are we? 53% of people at one time uh, were what they quote unquote considered religious. We're not even anywhere near that now. So, it's fallen off. Yeah. Uh, the, these numbers are huge and they're, and they're falling off. And it's the patriotic thing I can see. I've got a lot of young friends. I've got a lot of friends whose kids are in college. Uh, I will tell you this. College, in a lot of places, they're not about patriot, uh, any kind of, you know, patriot kind of viewpoints. America's bad, bad, bad. Whether it's law school, which is, by the way, the leftist yeah. place on the planet, all the way to, to I think, young people nowadays, they've got nothing to be angry about. America is giving them everything and it's just not yeah. enough. They, they just don't know what they're what they're getting or what they'd be missing otherwise. But this this uh, poll, it, it's something they've been doing every year and it's, an, it's a bipartisan uh, group that puts this on. And in this 25 years, the change in the values of Americans when you're talking about patriotism and religion and hard work, it's incredibly different. 
different. Um, tolerance for others was deemed 80% by 80% of Americans 25 years ago said tolerance for others was very important to them. That number is now 58%. Yeah. So you're, you're, we've, we've talked about it. The intolerance in politics, the separation of the country, how we're different, the red and blue. And this poll, it's, it's showing that and it's, it is a major change in a relatively short period of time uh, of the values that you have always held this country together. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we give, we'll you know, talk a little bit later of the fact that people now will date only in one area. Yeah. I'm only dating somebody I believe that has the exact same values as me or else. It's nuts. Uh, Barry Marks and Ian forget us. We do it every single day. I'm it's, like that, by the way, too, but, but it's, it's more to do with her body. That's right. Well, yeah, her body's very political. Oh, Barry, you're the worst. Uh, five spot now is something we talk about each and every single day. A big pressing story. Something out there. We ask you a question. You deliver us the answer. 277-5827. 277-5827. Call us now if you are a human being. That's all we're asking for. You've got a heartbeat. 277-5827. Give us a call now. Five spots straight ahead. Get us in chat show. And Chad. Brought to you by Parker and Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. All right, each and every day at this time, the little five spot. We ask you a question. You call us at 277-5827. We ask human beings to call us today. Human beings human to beings. ask you about a question that we have for you. A question based on a poll that came out today. And we'd like to hear from you about patriotism. 277-5827. Barry Marks and Infragatos. Yeah, we'll probably uh, talk a little bit later about his colonoscopy. I haven't heard any word. I think he's okay. 277-5827. <laughs> Mark in Glendale. Question for you, brother. Uh, do you consider yourself uh, patriotic? Do you love the country? Yes, sir. I absolutely love the USA. I don't think there's any other country um, that gives the opportunities that is available here. You know, a lot of people bash it, but I mean... If you really take all the beliefs and go somewhere else, you know, then they'll get shunned. But here it's very open. Everybody's very respectful. Everybody's caring. And I just love the USA. It's the greatest country in the world. Right on, my man. Appreciate that. Thanks so much for the call. Uh, you know what? I, I've, I've said this a lot. You, you find people who are from – Pablo and I were talking about it earlier today. Pablo Pablo and I were – People come here from around the world, and they see this as a beacon of light, Barry. They see this as yeah. opportunity. They they see what's in front of them because they've been other places. They were born and raised other places, and what they see here is freedom of opportunity. Young people have no fear of anything because they've grown right. up in, well, absolute ease. Yeah. No, you grow up here, and you, you just assume all of these rights just show up, and, and what I get is is uh, is free. It just comes easy, yeah. and, that's, and that's not the case, and they take it for granted. And then it becomes, you're not doing this right. You're not doing that right. It's uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Jim, uh, you're on five spot. Do you uh, do you identify as a patriot? Definitely. Yeah, simple as that, right? Like you love the country. Uh, it's look, and, and and I've said this, Jim, and maybe you agree, maybe you don't, but look. Every country in the world, including ours, has made mistakes. We've we've definitely stuck our noses in places we shouldn't be. But it doesn't mean that we should throw the baby out with the bathwater. And where we started and where we've come is tremendous. And yeah. I don't think we ever get credit for that, especially in colleges, which I think are pretty much indoctrination centers. Uh, Eric in Phoenix, are you a patriot or yes or no? Um, sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not like uh, maybe the first caller. I kind of wonder, like, the greatest in the world in what? In locking people up? We got more people 
per in prison per capita than the other nation on the planet. So I don't know. Sure. What? <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't sound all that convinced there, Chad. Yeah, no, he doesn't. What, what country? Convinced. What country do you think is 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 better that, you, that people would be more patriotic if they were from that country? Sure. Better, better? How? How are you defining better? Yeah, better how, how as in you? quality of life? Yeah, go with quality sure. because they're. Yeah, because I, I believe like the Scandinavian countries kind of pull consistently of yeah. having one of the highest standards of, of living and quality of life. So, like, how are we better than them? Uh, well, their diversity really shows up there, right? Because they're a super diverse nation. And by the way, it is easy, Eric and everybody out there, to uh, to to do the things you do when you know that the people looking over your shoulder to protect you all the time is the United States of America. That's and I right. think we forget that. Uh, Bob in Mesa. Bob, are you patriotic, yes or no? Yes, I am. I'm very patriotic. I love this country. I would die for this country because everything that's given to me. I mean, my brother it was in the Army for 20 years, and I, I thank God that he came back alive doing three tours to Iraq. But I thank, I thank him for protecting us. And not other countries will do that. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. One quick last call, five spot. Uh, Jake and Surprise, patriotic, yes or no? Oh, hell yeah. Pardon my French. That's okay. Yeah. No, I, so, I mean, that's the thing. Like, uh, a whole lot of people, myself included, being in the millennial group, because uh, I'm 27, uh, a whole lot of people don't really understand what it is to have to work really hard for it. But coming up from a less fortunate financial part of the system in Phoenix, because I've lived in Arizona my entire life, by all means, my family before me was uh, Army, Marines, Navy, you know, so hell yeah, I'm a patriot. I believe in what we do here. You know, I recognize the government hasn't necessarily done the best things, but neither has anybody else in the world as far as government organizations. So when it comes down to the morality of what needs to happen these days, uh, talking about being a patriot and having national pride of some way, shape, or form, Really, you just got to know how to treat your community right. Yeah. And if you don't know how to be a good person and self-analyze and recognize when you're being a jerk or, um, well, I'm on the radio, so I can't necessarily. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Of course button. not. Of course not. So, yeah. No, like, you're a patriot. Obviously. Yeah. And everybody, everybody needs to be able to know how to treat one another well. And if you don't, then you might deserve a butt whooping yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Because otherwise... What the hell are you doing with your life? There you go, my man. Appreciate your call. There was five spot. We asked everybody, uh, are you a patriot? We got a uh, four guesses and a kind of sort of. And look, I get I, that. And I always hear the Scandinavian argument. The Scandinavian argument is great when uh, you are protected in many ways right. by what goes on here. Our military and our might gives a lot of people a lot of freedoms to do a lot of things without the worry about somebody else doing yeah. stuff. Look, nobody's saying that you have to, to say that to be patriotic as an American, that that means the United States is perfect, that we do everything exactly how we all want it to be. We're not, this isn't perfection. It's a question of living in freedom, having the freedoms that we have here, the opportunities the diversity that we have, we have, the diversity that we have here. That's the question. I was happy to hear basically 80%, you call it 90%, somebody was yeah. a little squishy. That's a lot better than 38% yeah. that was coming up on that poll. And I will tell you this, I lived in Joring, which is in Denmark. Not as diverse as here. Just going to point yeah. that out there. Not Just point that out. We've got so many things here that we offer that others don't. And there's a reason that so many people are coming here. 
comparatively right. to everybody from here fleeing elsewhere. Uh, Barry Marks and Infragators coming on up. Another shooter, mass shooter. This one's different in Nashville. We'll talk about that straight ahead. It is the Gatos and Chad Show. That's right. I will be president of something. That's what we're talking about. I'm, Barry not Marks and I'm not afraid. Barry's like, you can play pickleball, do both your shows, and be president. Of course. Nothing, of course. It's not that hard. There's just, not a lot going on there. It's just more time. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Pablo, we'll talk. Pablo will be chief of staff. Oh, dude, we'll have so much fun, Pablo. Right? Well, we'll talk about, uh, we'll get Gatos. We'll make him uh, We'll make him uh, Surgeon General. He's always worried about Surgeon health stuff. Surgeon General. That'll be good. Give me a uniform and the whole nine yards. Don't touch that. that. That's right. You, you be AG. That's Oh, I could be AG. I like that. You don't All want right. that, man. You're already getting your life all relaxation time. <laughs> Nobody wants that gig. Be a relaxed AG. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Come on. Oh, my God. That'll be my campaign slogan. It'll be fine. <laughs> Chad's running for president. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. That'd be, uh, a, great, that'd be a great sign. Oh, my goodness, Chad man. Benson. It'll be fine. It will be. You know, we're talking, we'll, we'll get to the, the shooter in a little uh, bit. It's just tough to talk about that. But, you know, the whole thing with Trump and and whether or not they're going to, you know, uh, I heard today that uh, uh, people were making fun of the ham sandwich because what's the old <laughs> adage that you can indict a ham sandwich in a grand jury? It? That's right. How's a grand jury work, uh, Mr. Barry, who has oh, uh, actually practiced law a, a couple I, times? I didn't realize there would be a quiz. Um, it's a the grand jury is there to it's it's really an opportunity for the prosecution. The, the defense doesn't get to put on any witnesses or, or or cross examine anybody, but you you have a jury of people here from the community and you present the evidence that you have and to see if there's probable cause if there's sufficient enough there to charge somebody. That's all it is. It's not convicting. It's not putting anybody in prison. That's all it is. And it is you know the the, the grand jury is just people selected just like jury duty, same kind of thing, and they are. Generally more prone to listen to what the prosecutor is saying, and they're guided in that they're way. Because they're grander in the way they do but, things. But the prosecutor works for the grand jury. You yeah, roll so it with a feather boa. That's right. Look at me. I'm grander in all of these, and I brought a candelabra. But but, I, <laughs> but yeah, but I will tell you, uh, this would be my expectation, that if the, the, the grand jury knows who they're talking about, you know what I'm saying? It yeah. isn't like it's Joe Schmo. If the grand jury is looking at indicting a former president of the United States, my guess is both the prosecutors and people on the grand jury are saying, we better be... Really, really confident in what we're doing right yeah. now. Yeah. Do you feel like Alvin Bragg, who is the uh, DA here, do you feel like, I feel like he, because uh, the, the whole thing with him is, remember, if he ran to impeach Trump, I mean, not to impeach Trump, but to convict Trump, and then they said, all right, now go find me a crime. Uh, no. I feel like he wants it a lot more no. than they do. I, I'm, I actually, I don't think, uh, it, I don't think that's right because when he first came into office, this was already being investigated. This actual thing by the already, feds, no, but but by this office, yeah. it was Cyrus Vance was the old Manhattan DA, and he was investigating this. And they had longtime prosecutors, like just you know uh, what do they call that uh, career prosecutors, yeah. who were in the office, and they were ready to go. And then Alvin Bragg came in, and he was there for a while. And obviously, they would go in and tell him, "Here's what we got." And he kind of stopped it. He said, "Hang on, just hang on." And the, they had two prosecutors quit over the fact that he wouldn't prosecute Trump. That they were that upset because they had proven their case, it was there, they had made they had built up their case. And then they quit. One guy wrote a book about how upset he was. Yeah. And then about and that how about how Trump was guilty. And it's not just the affair stuff, it's not just the hush money. There's really more there. And then Alvin but Alvin Bragg at the time said, and I'm not a big Alvin Bragg fan, don't get me wrong. But he said at the time, look, we're going to do this right. We're going to take our time. We're going to make sure we have what we need. And he said it never ended. And he put new people in there, and they got in there, and they did it. And that's where we are now. So it isn't It isn't something – I mean, can you take politics out of this altogether, Chad? Probably not. No. Probably no. Not. I don't think you take politics but, out of any of this but, stuff. But I have to tell you, if, if he's – 
thinking this is going to help him politically to charge Trump. Well, that was a big not, thing on and, his campaign trail. Not, he was, but, if he Trump thinks, was asked. but if you charge him and don't get the conviction, you're done. Yeah. You're done. Because he's got a bigger eyes on the prize. He wants to be governor. He's it, got other eyes on the prize. I just feel like it's a reach. It, well, look, here's I, I don't know. I don't know that it's a reach. I think I think that what we have publicly, I think Trump did these things, and apparently it's illegal in New York. The question is, is it worthy of prosecution? And I'm more concerned, we're looking at this nationally, yeah. that what's going on in Georgia is a much larger issue, and I think a stronger case than than uh, what we're seeing in New York. And also what the special prosecutor Jack Smith has uh, in dealing with the Mar-a-Lago issue and dealing with what happened on January 6th, those are real issues that affect the country as a whole, as opposed to this seems a little well, bit Well, I mean, I don't know. The Jan- you know, we talk about January 6th in Georgia. I think the Mar-a-Lago thing is more of, again, more ridiculous. It's more about the cover-up than, you know, whether or not he was going to sell nuclear secrets. Yeah, uh, I don't know if but, there's any evidence he's going to sell nuclear secrets, but it is a weird thing. I don't to even take think he probably knew what he had. He just don't want to give it back to anybody. Because he's the guy. They found some of it in his desk drawers. Yeah, they but found he some probably, of it in his probably signed pictures of him and the no. rocket man. <laughs> I love you. You're my best friend. I wish we could each have there a was, rocket together. There was stuff in there about the, the, about the nuclear capability of different countries. There was actually real stuff in there, yeah. too. This but was then not we just... can also go back. The people will point out, okay, but you know what? So was uh, Colin Powell was sending out stuff about Israel and all the nuclear capabilities yeah. on a regular email. Yeah. That's like a, like, on my hotmail. The way, the, way, the way all these people deal with class classified materials is frankly amazing to me. I'm, I'm just stunned by the Shameful, whole thing. Isn't it? But it's, I it's think wacky. it's overclassification. It's just, it's just it, uh, way too much stuff is classified. Yeah. If you read anything about this, Anybody in there will tell you they classify everything. Yeah, it's like, I've it's heard like, they it's classify like, we'll sh- the menu in some of the right. places, so that way nobody finds out if they want to yeah. poison something. It's like they give us a show sheet every day, and, and if Steve Zinsmeister stamped it classified, it's now a classified document. Yeah, and, and now we're and now we take it home with us, and, and we're in big trouble. And, and you have yeah. to be at a certain level to get it. Uh, oh, crazy! Yeah, it's a crazy. Uh, he is uh, Barry Markson. He is in for. Uh, I'm going to say this. I will say this though. Trump's going to have some major problems. I'm sure he's he's going to be indicted. It's not just going to be New York. He's going to be indicted, and there's going to be real evidence, and it's going to be a lot for him to overcome. Oh, it's going to be, well, I, yeah, I don't know about New York, but uh, we'll see. Again, I've like I said, and I'm sure you've said this too, how many times have we heard, uh, you know, I mean, Rachel Maddow told me for four years that he was going to go to jail forever. And uh, There's an awful lot of people who don't want to prosecute a sitting president, and they, if the Justice Department says you can't do it, but if you actually look at what Mueller found, and, and uh, there is real stuff there. It was a, it was a problem. I think and they both let these go. presidents actually have some serious issues. I think there's some serious issues coming for Biden that he doesn't uh, really want to recognize. I don't but know. If your family got that kind of money from, is your son a expert in, in Chinese energy? He is if they give him a million bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. He's very he's great. He's funny. Uh, Gators could be here today because he had a colonoscopy. Good. Uh, in fact, I'm going to send him. A, I'm going to send him a text right now to find no, out how that was. There's no HIPAA stuff here at all. What else? Well, did he, he have did done? it on the, the five know, spot. I know. So it's, I'm not. I'm not. Let me ask you this: how much the beans, if how you much, will? How much did he poop out when he drank that stuff? I have no idea. I know they give you that stuff, and it makes. I wonder if it feels lighter. Steve right. Zinsmeister doesn't have that problem yet. No. He's, he's Steve, not at that Steve age just yet. gave the worst look ever. Uh, Steve's the guy who goes out and goes, I just want to try it. I just want to see what happens. Let me just try that stuff. What happens when you take that stuff? I'm feeling a little bit bloated. Not just, anymore, I'm not. I just lost three pounds. Oh, my Steve, if Steve took that stuff, literally four whole apples would come out. Oh. Not even chewed. Oh, my God. Where, how do we get to this point? This is just this is Barry Markson. <laughs> Make sure you email him straight at uh, BarrySaysHorribleThings.com. Uh, uh, <laughs> coming up, uh, maybe we'll touch a little bit about what took place today, the horrible shooting oh, also about my. Carrie Lake, because I know that's your favorite subject. You know how I know? <laughs> Twitter. That's how yeah, I know. I do tweet about uh, it. Yeah, you do tweet about it a lot. Yeah, and you hate her. <laughs> I do not hate her. I don't like people who lie. That no, I don't okay. like. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. Said an attorney. That's <laughs>
Oh, we'll talk about that straight ahead. Oh. It is the Gatos and Chad show. This is the Gatos and Chad show. Oh, I love that song. It's a great song. Barry Markson in for Gatos. Haven't heard from Gatos yet. I hope he survived uh, the traumatic experience. It was his colonoscopy. And oh I'm not kidding goodness. about that, but he did bring it up. So I just want to report to you because we have people call in to make sure he was okay. Good have you guys he, heard from him? Did he survive? Good that See? he did it. Good that he did it. He good got, that he did You got to get a colonoscopy. Yeah, it's, well, it's easy. He's been doing it since he was 20. It's not. <laughs> completely worried about what was going to come in his life. Not quite sure. Speaking of worried of what's to come, oh, uh, no. her name is Carrie Lake. She's your best friend. Yes. You tweet about her pretty much nonstop. Nonstop. Uh, let's talk a bit about the uh, Carrie Lake uh, thing, uh, which is, and I call it the thing because the celebration last week depending on the media so super right-leaning media this was the greatest like of all the seven cases this was the one that was amazing uh the reality is though uh something wholly uh, different my good friend uh, explain well, yeah, I mean, this is uh, Carrie Lake had started. Uh, she lost the election by over 17,000 votes and then filed the lawsuit with 10 counts. And the trial judge dismissed seven, had a trial so started at 10, 10 counts. counts okay. And the trial judge dismissed seven of them and just says there's there's no evidence here or there's no legal basis for you to bring these claims. Had three of them and had a trial, two day trial where Carrie Lake was able to put on all of her evidence, witnesses, exhibits, everybody, experts, everything. Uh, and she lost. The judge said, yeah, this you, you didn't provide over the evidence. 10. You couldn't do it. Overtime. That goes up to the court of appeal. She appeals, and the court of appeal says, "No, the the trial court was right. You didn't. You lost everything. There's nothing here uh, under the law uh, that shows she's not even alleging fraud. By the way, but there's nothing that shows any wrongdoing. Nothing that would change the outcome of the election. Nothing under Arizona law that would cause a change based on what she presented. I there love how it's like, oh, they stole it from me. So there was fraud. Yeah. No, I'm not no. alleging that. No, no, she'll say it publicly. There's fraud, but in the legal papers, no. So then she appealed it again to the Arizona Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court doesn't have to take. It's not an automatic appeal. The Supreme Court decides which cases it will take on appeal. So the Supreme Court looked at it. Now, by this point, there were seven issues. That so Carrie three Lake, had already been just, we're not even they, trying those anymore. We're not even trying it. So she's she brought stuff like uh, all the problems that happened on Election Day, the printer issues, uh, the voters were disenfranchised, uh, 35,000 plus votes, ballots were in uh, were in, uh, uh, injected into the election. All of these conspiracy th- theory things. The Supreme Court now, this is the highest court in Arizona, says on six out of seven, says... I'm not even going to take this. This is so ridiculous. There's nothing here. There's no error in, in law. There's nothing here done. Those are dead in Arizona now. It's over. There's one that they looked at. It deals with signature verification. And all the Supreme Court said is that Carrie Lake, uh, that the trial judge dismissed that portion of the case on signature verification saying it's called latches. And all it means is that if you've, you have to file things by a certain time. And the, and the judge said this was an issue pre-election. You should have filed the suit before the election, not after you lost. If you thought this was an issue, you should have came out at the yeah. time. And what the Supreme Court said is if you look at exactly what Carrie Lake said in her complaint, it wasn't about the law. It was about the application of the law by Maricopa County. So the Supreme Court didn't look at the merits of anything, didn't have briefing on it, didn't have oral argument, just said to the lower court judge, you dismiss this because of timing. Look at it again. Not timing. And that's what the judge is going to do. But in the meantime, the Supreme Court said to Carrie Lake, you have stuff in this appeal to us. That there's factually, there's nothing in the record. There's there's stuff in here that is just not true. 
and you're telling us it's true and it's not. So the 35,000 votes injected into the ballot. So they're going to sanction, they're, they're, they're going to look at sanctioning her, and they've now set uh, some time that by April 5th, April 12th, there has to be a response to the motion for sanctions and other stuff. The Supreme Court's going to decide whether and how much to sank, sanction Carrie Lake, and then the lower court will deal with that one remaining issue. It's a huge, massive loss for Carrie Lake. Unless, of course, you're Carrie Lake and God's going to give you the governorship, <laughs> which I don't think is going to happen. She said this week on Twitter that she is the governor. Well, there you go. She Fantastic. is the governor. Well, you know what? I live in La La Land as well. Coming up, we'll do some expansion with Becky Lynch against Chacho.